welcome back to the podcast. I'm the host, Sean Boyce. I'd like to welcome my guest to the show today, Jason Pratt from Life Solutions Group. Hello, Jason. How are you? And thanks for being on the show. I'm doing great, Sean. Thanks for having me today. Yeah, really excited to talk to you more about productizing services. It's something we've been talking about more and more. So the show in particular is going to talk quite a bit more about that. We talk a lot about products and software and strategy, but in this case, it's going to focus on productizing different types of services, uh, an area where you guys have had a lot of success in finance in particular, but not to steal any thunder from you. I want, to, I want you to tell your background so that our listeners can become more familiar with you and the work that you do. So if you wouldn't mind, go ahead and give a little bit of background uh, for everybody listening in, in terms of uh, your you know, your background, what that includes, and you know, uh, more information about how you joined the firm that you're a part of today. Awesome. Yeah, thank you. Um, yeah, so I've been in the industry for uh, about 15 years now. I actually got into the industry on the uh, recruitment and selection side, which is interesting, um, working for one of the larger mutual life insurance companies. So I was with two big life insurance companies prior to joining Life Solutions Group. And uh, the biggest reason why I joined Life Solutions Group was actually uh, the founder is my father, Jonathan Pratt. Uh, Jonathan founded Life Solutions Group back in December of 2010. And I was the first hire for him in January 2011. So, you know, quick background on Jonathan. He spent at this point almost 40 years in financial services, mainly on the corporate side of things, training, development. Um, and then he got into working, basically running sales for uh, one of the larger mutual companies in the entire industry. Uh, but he had an opportunity to kind of go off and do his own thing. And, you know, he reached out to me and I was really excited about the opportunity. After at this point, I think I'd been in the industry for about four years to team up with my father and do something that we both felt was unique and um, and refreshing to an industry that's kind of been all around for a long time and, um, you know, kind of set in their ways, if you will. So, you know, based on some of the things that he envisioned for the company, I was really excited and, and, you know, it's been 11 years now and, and we've done some really cool things and, and um, you know, our focus is really geared around working with businesses on Main Street, helping them with the problems that they face every day, but also providing, you know, financial literacy and support to the employees at these companies as well. Uh, so we, we really focus on two different areas, uh, the group side of things to help the business owner with, um, a number of different challenges that they face as business owners, but then to also do the individual planning for not only the business owner, um, but the employees that really are the backbone to that business. So, you know, we, we've really kind of focused over the last 11 years, uh, building the relationships with the right carriers, um, building the right relationships with the centers of influence who we really rely on to introduce us to the type of clientele that we're looking to help and work with um, and really building the right team around us with members of the LSG family. So um, things are going great. And, and, you know, I'm really excited to dive in a little deeper with you today on some of the, um, some of the issues that you think are um, important to discuss. Thank you for sharing, Jason. Um, background is, is definitely helpful. And I've heard kind of a similar story arc myself as well, too. Uh, both of my own uh, family members, but also others in a position like yours, where kind of entering into an industry that has been, uh, I don't know, stagnant is the right word, but just it's been um, very consistent over a very long period of time. 
And as such, it's like there is opportunity for bringing new innovation to market and offering different options for customers in terms of their changing needs as it evolves. And you mentioned your customers, primarily business owners, uh, Main Street, and then their employees as well also. So I imagine quite a bit of what you guys have done. And I'm interested to hear kind of you tell the story next in terms of what type of products you guys have and offer and or have created in particular in the uh, the innovative steps that you've taken to update uh, and bring some of those new options to market in particular for the customer profiles that you mentioned. Yeah. So, you know, you hear the term holistic planning thrown around by almost everybody in our space, um, which it's fine, but we truly are an independent financial planning benefits and business consulting firm, which means we're self-financed. You know, we don't have any big billion dollar company paying our bills. You know, we pay our own bills, which allows us to really go to the market explore the market and bring the the products and services to the client that really meets their needs. And it's not a biased approach where, you know, we work for a certain company and we have to sell a certain product and make it fit. So for us, it really allows us to sit back, identify the challenges and and really look at the goals and, and what the client needs from us. And we come back to the table with real solutions really help them either live the retirement they deserve, um, solve a, a short-term issue or, or you know, whatever it may be. And the interesting thing is um, we're put together like a family office. So I'm not, you know, some people might be familiar with the family office. Other people might not be, but essentially we're a boutique firm set up as a family office. And what that means is if you're a business owner, and you're sitting down with me and, and we're going through a deep dive into, you know, all the things that matter to you. So we're doing a discovery and, you know, I'm learning about all the different things that your business does, things that are going well, uh, challenges you may have. And let's say that one of the issues you might have is, you know, you really don't like the 401k plan that you're currently on or your broker for the 401k plan really isn't communicating the way that you'd like them to. Well, right there, I'm going to bring in my 401k team. So we have our own RIA, LSG Investment Group, and we have our own 401k team. So I'm going to bring in that 401k team to help with the the issue that the business owner brought up to me at that time. I'm not ever going to try to be all things to everyone. But what I can guarantee to my clients is that I'm going to quarterback the process the entire way. So you're going to have one point of contact. That's me. And we're going to figure out each step along the way who we need to bring in at different phases. So, you know, even down to we have a property and casualty division. So if the business owner happens to own a business and they own the building in the business and they mention that their rates are skyrocketing, um, you know, they don't really like their broker. Well, I'm going to bring in our specialist on the property and casualty side and see if we might be able to save some money at the very least provide a lot better service. Um, we have a group benefits department. We have a legal department. You know, we have a we have an estate planning attorney on staff. So when I say family office, what I mean by that is I sit at the table with you as the business owner. We do a discovery. I start to identify areas where, you know, you have some pain points, you have some challenges that I might be able to help out. And I'm going to bring in the resources behind me to help in each one of these different areas by a specialist that does this every day, 
not by me who's trying to be all things to everyone. That's not, we're built on a team model. And it's really the way that this company was constructed. We're built on a team model to provide the absolute best service to that business owner and their employees. Yeah, I like that. I mean, I imagine that your clients have a strong preference for that as well. Also, can you um, can you talk a little bit more about some of the products that you guys offer and what that popularity looks like, and then maybe how that has changed over you know recent years? Uh, trending analysis, essentially, for uh, these businesses or your clients. Yeah, so so without getting into too much of the weeds, I would say that a big trend that I've seen over the years um, from a product development standpoint is the index universal life insurance product, the IUL. Um, we do a ton of work in that space, and we've had a lot of success with our clients utilizing the IUL, which when I say it's a trending um, product, typically you hear about whole life or term, right? Either you're going to get term and, you know, that's all you can afford and you just got it for death benefit, or you're going to invest in a permanent policy and, and utilize a whole life. Well, over the years, a lot of companies have developed Now You Well, which provides um, a lot more flexibility in the premium payments, right? You're, you're working off of indexes, so you have the growth potential, which is exciting to a lot of clients, and then you also have the floor zero, so you're not going to lose the investment that you put into this product. So I would say that the biggest product that I've seen over the years that has developed and, and become super popular is that in the index universal life insurance policy. Thank you uh, for sharing. That's interesting to note. Um, how do products like that for you know our audience to get a better understanding and how this becomes productized and then packaged and offered to your clients? How does the revenue model for something like that work for the type of um, policies you're talking about or the new products and insurance? You know, how does the money change hands um, and how does the, you know, how do the clients needs get met by you guys and the relationships work with any of the partners and things like that? Can you talk a little bit more about how that works? Yeah. So typically, you know, the way that these contracts are structured, you know, you sit down with a client, you go through the application, let's just fast forward, they get their underwriting offer and, you know, all of a sudden we're going to go forward and we're going to issue and, and, and get the policy enforced for the client. The client's going to make, whether it's monthly, quarterly or annual premium payments into this policy, um, the way that these are structured, depending on the product, you're paying short pays, whether it's a 10 pay or some of these whole life products, you're paying the 65 or even longer. Um, and what you're going to see is you, you're going to get statements from the company. The company is going to, first of all, you know, we're going to show you projections, conservative projections on what it's going to look like over the length of these policies. So you're going to see, you know, five years from now, you're going to have X. 10 years, you're going to have X. 15, 20 years, you're going to have this in retirement and you're going to be able to pull this amount of money out per year until age 80 or until age 90. So it's very complex because the way that we engineer a lot of these products now, they're really customizable and there's a lot more flexibility than one would even understand. And this is going to be super high level. And at the end um, of our discussion, I am going to suggest a book that I think will make a lot of sense for a lot of people that are interested in learning more, but 
most people think of life insurance as a death benefit product. I'm going to get death benefit. I'm going to buy insurance. And it's just in case I die, my family gets what's left behind. What you're seeing now is a trend where it is really attractive to talk about the living benefits of certain permanent insurance products, right? So you're talking about um, living benefits of investing into products that you're not going to lose your principal investment. The cash inside of these products are going to grow tax-free inside of the policy. You're going to have the ability to pull loans out of the policy, right? What, let, let's say you want to put an addition onto your house. You can be your own bank by taking loans out against that policy with the cash inside of there, and it's compounding interest inside of the policy. So without getting, again, too deep in the weeds, this is really um, exciting and interesting things to discuss with clients. And the shocking thing is a lot of clients have never heard of any of these. Interesting. You know, the... The, the typical client's going to think of, I, I buy life insurance for the death benefit. I either invest in the stock market or I invest into real estate. What are you talking about invest into life insurance? I, that, that's a foreign concept. So um, we spend a lot of time with high earners, uh, successful folks that once we start to educate them and dive deeper into some of these capabilities within the IUL, and I don't want to just focus on IUL because we really do plan holistically. Like I said, we have an investment company. Um, we have the ability to, to not only work with whole life IUL, but term disability, long-term care. Um, we do a ton of work in, in the uh, annuity space as well. Uh, a lot of work with, the, with fixed index annuities, but the index universal life insurance is a product that I would highly recommend people look into and um, really do your own research and, and, and start to learn about the powers of um, some of these products. I mean, if you look at banks, BOLI is something that stands for bank owned life insurance. Banks own a ton of this stuff. So what does that tell you right there? Right. Well said. I mean, yeah, when <laughs> you hear the term bully, and, and yep. you hear that banks own a ton, a ton of this this type of product, that should tell you kind of everything you need to know. It's got to be something in form, <laughs> right? Yeah, well <laughs> you know. <that. laughs> uh, yeah, that's super interesting that there's confusion surrounding. Well, maybe not confusion. Uh, perhaps it's just people just don't know what else you can be doing with these other vehicles. So it's interesting that you get those questions and then kind of have an opportunity to educate them on it a little bit. Um, understanding it almost, it almost sounds like it's like an alternative investment vehicle. Is that fair or is that, does that go too far? Yeah, no, no, no. I would, I would absolutely say it is. And again, when you're cool. talking about indexed products, right, there's going to be a cap. So you're, you know, in the years that somebody's going to have a 20% return, well, you're not going to have that 20% return, yeah. but you're going to, also be playing in the mindset that you also have zero risk of losing your principal investment. Yeah, it's well said, which right, is right? Uh, so you have a big deal. Floor. Yeah, you have the floor, you have the cap. And, you know, I would say the average over the last 15 to 20 years has been in that 6.5 to 7.2 rate of return um, mm -hmm. with the indexes. So 
7% with no chance of losing your investment, growth inside of the policy tax-free, that's attractive to a lot of people that are not looking to really gamble their money away, right, for retirement. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, well said. I, I imagine when you position it in that way, which it's probably, it sounds like not how most are thinking of it, that don't know what you're sharing now, that it starts to look pretty attractive to them when they're considering their options. Yeah, and, and the term be your own bank's been around for a long time, but it, yep. it's really kind of that philosophy, but with newer products designed for cool. high early cash. And it's it's really not a death benefit play at all. You know, like one of the things that you'll see done a lot is, is a hybrid where you say, okay, well, you need X amount of death benefit, but you also want to get XL retirement. Well, let's do let's do a combo. We'll get you cheap term, and we'll also do you know a permanent policy so you combine the two death benefits. You have the tax-free bucket of growth in the permanent policy, and you know that you're covered for whatever the length of the term is, 20, 30-year term with that number of death benefits. So um, there's a lot of cool ways to, to, to build and construct these type of policies. And we, we see a ton of this on the executive benefit side of things as well. So if you're working with a business and you're working with that business owner and the, let's say the owner has two key employees that they just, they don't want to lose. Yep. So, so they're thinking of ways to keep that employee at the company. How are we going to retain this woman or this guy's services for the next five, 10 years? Well, you can utilize some of these products as golden handcuffs in a deferred comp situation where they can structure a vesting schedule and provide um, an income later on down the road for these employees if they vest for five years, seven years, 10 years, whatever the business decides. So this is a really attractive executive benefit in a deferred comp strategy for a business owner to retain their top talent. Yeah, that's really interesting as well, too. Have you seen interest and demand for products like that increasing as well also? Yeah, I would say absolutely. Um, you know, I, I think that when you, when you look at business owners and you look at, depending on whatever the business may be, how, it, how valuable a certain employee might be, they're always looking for creative ways to kind of dangle that carrot and put those golden handcuffs on the employees. And I do think that there is a growing, I feel like there's a growing momentum of people really starting to identify more towards the benefits, the actual living benefits of these permanent policies. So as I'm starting to hear some of the oldest mutual companies in commercials discussing living benefits. Um, so, you know, it's not as much of a secret as it used to be, but it's still in many ways a foreign concept to the average consumer. And I'm sure underutilized to this extent, right, as well, too. So raising yeah. any awareness there is, I'm sure, beneficial for folks. Yep. Very and, interesting. And, you know, my philosophy when you're sitting down with a client is really try to identify, you know, what are they looking to accomplish? Yep. What's their tolerance for risk? Yep. How old are they? Based on how old are they, when do they want to retire, and what's that run look like for them, and how much money can they afford to put at risk? And you know, you might have somebody in their early 30s that said, let it ride. You know, I want to I want to invest all my money in the market. 
I have a 30, 35 year run. You know, I'll ride the waves. All right, cool. You know, I'll bring in our investment team. Our investment team will, will manage their money and, and, and do their best, right? But if someone says to us, you know, this bucket of money, I'm really looking to protect and grow, but I really don't want to lose any of it. And they're talking about, you know, trying to do some tax strategies and think, all right, cool. Now I know we're having a different discussion. But we never go to the table and sit down with anybody and have a preconceived notion of what we're doing at all. It all it all starts with discovery. And depending on, um, you know, what the client's looking to accomplish, we create the solution. And that's, that's why in the name Life Solutions Group, the solution's there because, you know, our job is to create solutions for somebody's lifetime. No matter what aspect of you know, what point in their life they're at, our job is to come to the table with the solutions to help get them to achieve their goals. That makes a lot of sense. Uh, thank you for sharing, Jason. I'm curious. Uh, one of the questions I have for you is kind of like, what's next for your group in terms of like, what's the current focus? Um, what does growing or scaling from here look like? Um, any challenges standing in the way of that as well? Also, yeah, I'm curious to learn a little bit more about what next steps look like for you guys. That's a great question. Thank you for asking that. Yeah. Um, so right now we're heavily focused in the New England region. Um, you know, with what's transpired over the last two years with COVID and people working from home and remote, uh, we have a huge opportunity right now. I feel like to really kind of extend our footprint down the East Coast. So what we're really looking to do over the next two to three years, really to develop. Um, producer groups in certain areas geographically down the East Coast um, and almost implement the Life Solutions Group way in, in not a franchise, but in that sense. You know, we have everything already set up, kind of have our playbook in place. And, you know, we're going to be looking to add leadership and, and talent in certain pockets in the East, down the East Coast. Florida is a, a state that we want to be in. South Carolina is another state that we'd like to be in. Um, and we have a strong focus right now in uh, the cannabis market too, which is an exploding market that we've invested almost six years in at this point, developing relationships with the different insurance companies on the property and casualty and on the life insurance side that will actually be willing to play in that space. So that's a huge market for us. Um, we're also heavily invested in working with real estate developers and, and, and really any business, uh, an ideal business for us is really from that 50 person to 200 person group. That's really kind of where we excel. But yeah, we're in growth mode to, to kind of circle back to your question. We're in growth mode and, and, you know, we're at about 20 team members right now. And I'd love to say in two, three years, we're at closer to 70. Love the aspirations and the roadmap you've laid out there too. Super interested to kind of learn more about that. Um, yeah. But uh, thank you for sharing. I, I like the the ideas, of course, and it sounds like you guys are on a great trajectory. Um, and of course, thank you for being here and sharing your knowledge with our audience. I have uh, two questions for you before we let you go. The first yeah. is, are there any resources uh, that you'd like to share with our audience where they can kind of go to learn more about anything we talked about here today or what you'd recommend other people in a situation like yours to be able to do to also uh, be successful. Yeah. So I don't know how this is going to show up um, the audience. I don't know if it's going to be backwards or whatever, but this book tax-free millionaire um, written by Mark 
J. Orr. This book, the reason why I have it, the reason why I've read it, and the reason why um, most people on our team have read it is because it's to a, a T exactly some of the unique planning that we do. He wrote a whole book on it. Um, so I highly suggest anybody out there that's interested in learning more about some of these strategies that we discussed today, he walks you through the mechanics, the, the way that the products are constructed. Uh, he gives some real life examples of clients of his that have invested at different amounts and what that translated into retirement. So I'd highly suggest Tax-Free Millionaire by Mark J. Gore. And then just do your research. But don't, don't just sit back and, and read one or two things that are positive or negative. You just have to educate yourself. And I'm not going to pick just one thing to go to because there's so many resources out there. But I do suggest that book. And then the other book that I would suggest is The Energy Bus. I don't know if you've read it. But The Energy Bus, to me, is amazing. It's 10 Rules to Fuel Your Life, Work, Team, and Positive Energy. And my wife will laugh when she when she sees this because I'm one of these guys that's super self-motivating. Um, I believe in that. I believe in a positive mindset will result in positive results. Um, so the energy bus basically walks you through um, really the concept of removing energy vampires from your life. You don't want the, the people that are sucking all the positive energy out of your life to be in your circle. Right. You want to surround yourself with positive energy and um, really think positive. So those are two books I would highly suggest for anyone that's listening to, to the show today. Very cool. And great recommendations. Thank you, Jason. Uh, we'll link to those in the show notes so everybody can gain access to them as well, too, if you're listening to the audio version of the show. Um, oh, and last question I have for you is who should reach out to you and how can they get in touch? Yeah, so two Two ideal people that should reach out to me would be any business owner that feels like they're overwhelmed with um, just having numerous amounts of people that they deal with, whether it's, you know, 401ks, um, group benefits, their PNC guy, um, even HR payroll solutions. If you work with us and we can work on a national level, uh, we have contracts all over the country. Um, if you work with us, you have one point person. And we'll bring in the resources to help you so that you're not dealing with five, six, seven different vendors. You're dealing with Life Solutions Group. And we're going to work with you and bring in people as needed to help kind of create the solution. And then lastly, um, on the center of influence side of things, we would love to partner with CPAs. We have a lot of CPAs that we've partnered with. Um, we work closely with their business clients, even individual clients. And um we build strong strategic partnerships with CPA. So on the client side of things, any business owner that thinks that we could be of value to them. And then on the strategic alliance side, I'd love to speak with CPAs interested in learning more about the work we're doing. Great profiles. Thank you for sharing and good detail there as well. Um, what would be the best way for them to reach out? Do you have a preferred uh, method? Yeah, so they can reach out to my direct office line, it's 978 605-5204. And they can also email me at Jason, J-A-S-O-N dot Pratt, P-R-A-T-T at lsgadvisor.com. And that's LSG as in Life Solutions Group, advisor.com. Excellent.
Thank you, Jason. Much appreciated. And thank you for being here and sharing your knowledge with our audience. It was my pleasure, Sean. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for listening to this episode of Product Launch. I hope you got value out of it. I like to feature product people on my podcast because that's who I love to help. I'm a product strategist and I can help you scale your business and grow your profit through a product. If you'd like to learn more about how I can help you, email me at sean at nextstep.io. That's sean, S-E-A-N, at nextstep, N-X-T-S-T-E-P.io. Or visit my website at nextstep.io. That's nxtstep.io. Hey folks, Sean here, and thanks for listening to this episode. I hope you got a ton of value out of it. If you did, I'd encourage you to also sign up for my free five-day email course about launching a profitable B2B SaaS application for less than $750. If you'd like to sign up for that course, you can do so at nextstep.io forward slash B2B SaaS.